Hello and welcome to Waffling World, where we talk about everyday problems and more. Guess what? Now I got our first sponsorship message ever, and this one I'm excited about. Have you ever looked yourself in, in the mirror and gone, oh wow, I really need to fix my beard and eyebrows? Then you'll love Manscaped. The Lawnmower 3.0 has just released and it's amazing. Quiet as a mouse, safe as a helmet, and even waterproof. That's right, waterproof. You can get it for 40% off with the code WAFFLIN, which supports us in the end. Anyways, today me and Shine will be talking about Malala and her amazing journey so far. Yes, we will, Elias. So first, a bit about who she is as a person. Malala is a 23-year-old woman who won the Nobel Prize at the age of 17. That's the youngest ever prize winner in the Nobel Prize ceremony. The first 30 minutes of the documentary how was how Malala ended up in her situation and what her father did to spark such an inspiration in Malala. She learns how to adapt to an English society together with her family. She did this because she was forced to flee her home and move to England. She had been targeted by the terrorist group Taliban for speaking out about women's rights and for speaking out against traditions. Taliban is a very extremist group that does not like anyone speaking up against them about what they believe in, especially not a little girl. Malala is still adapting to her new lifestyle in England, but deep down she just wants to go home to Swat to see her old house in which she grew up. There is an obstacle though. The Taliban have openly said that Malala will get murdered if she ever steps foot on Pakistani land again. She doesn't like to talk about her suffering. Her suffering being how her education got ruined by the Taliban. The Taliban threatened the Swat people by saying, no girl is allowed to go to school. And if she does, you know what awaits you. Malala's fight for basic human rights for young children and women has impacted the world significantly since she gave the speech in Peshawar about the Taliban in 2008. She has given education to children in the world who haven't had an education just by speaking out. With the power she has in the media, she can turn people's eyes to the right direction and make change. Her actions are very important, particularly for women in third world countries. These women had the same rights as sheep, basically, before Malala changed that. That's even sad to think about, yet these women lived those lives. Malala's father was a teacher in Pakistan who openly educated girls and boys together. Obviously, the Taliban didn't fancy that, so they bombed the school down during night time. So Malala's father, Zaudin, built a new school with all his money. He did all the hard work just so these children could get an education so they can speak and think independently. Malala spent most of her childhood in this school which Zaudin had founded. Isn't that crazy to think about, Chayan, that Taliban are so against women being uh, educated and actually talented that they are willing to bomb a school for young people yeah that's that's pretty crazy and i'm just i'm just gr- grateful to think about that i'm living in a country that's all about equality mm-hmm. and uh, it's kind of sad to think about all these children and women who go through all this stuff yeah i'm I just know. grateful just grateful too one day a protest occurred in peshawar and malala took a chance to speak out against the talibans for taking away their basic rights to education as he said this obviously riled the Taliban up, and a few years later, Malala got shot together with her friends in a bus. The wound was too complex, so Malala was transported to England to save her from the blood wound. Her whole family ended up going with her, so they had to learn a totally new and foreign language, leaving all of their friends and family behind.
a lot of stress was put on the family, but they saw the bigger picture and realized everything Malala does changes things. A time after being shot by the Taliban, Malala gave a speech at the UN on her 16th birthday. She wanted to focus on education and women's rights, urging world leaders to change their policies. Malala's speech where she said, the extremists were, and they are, afraid of books and pens. The power of education frightens them. They are afraid of women. Let's pick up our books and pens. They are our most powerful weapons. It means that educated people are not so easily fooled. An educated person has the power to question things, which threaten the powerful extremists and terrorists. If they are questioned, they obviously lose their power and lose their gangs. So, Cheyenne, this, this quote here, it obviously has a lot of meaning behind it, but do you think it actually has changed the world in a better way? Uh, I think so, yeah. Uh, the, the leaders of big countries like Canada, USA, England even, have listened to Malala. And uh, those big countries have tried to help the smaller countries who are less uh, fortunate with money to help children and women with education. Yeah. And in other countries that doesn't that that still doesn't have education for girls open, I think I think this quote actually has helped these countries realize that they they need to educate their women as well. Yes. So we've already talked about so many important parts of Malala's life and impact uh, that she had on her country. But what about the other countries? For example, she has encouraged other countries that have similar problems to also fight for women's rights. Malala has also started the Malala Fund. The fund was started in 2013, and as of July 2020, it got 48 staff members, and su- and it supports 58 different campaigns, uh, working across Lebanon, Nigeria, Turkey, Afghanistan, Brazil, Pakistan, Ethiopia, and India. Even though she has done all of this to help, there are, st- there are still places in the world where women and young girls are still fighting for the right to attend schools. Malala's father named his daughter after a girl who spoke out and was killed for speaking out. It's almost as if he said she'll be separate from the world. She'll be, na- be an activist abroad. She'll be different from all other women in Swat and Pakistan. And he probably thought so. Sardin's career is about how he wants to change the world for the better. And he probably wants that to be the case for his children as well. He gave his firstborn a meaningful name with a lot of history. But Cheyenne, that was almost like a double-edged sword. She was destined to make change, which also put a dark target on her back since day one. If any of you guys that are listening right now that want to help continue Malala's fight, there are actually a few organizations out there that you can donate to. For example, there is UNICEF. They're mostly known for helping feed people all over the world, but they also do a lot of other charity work for poor countries like Pakistan and Afghanistan. So guys, we're going to wrap it up on that point. Remember to leave a like rating. If you made it this far into the podcast, comment saying Ilias... You are our hero for a chance to win a starter pack from Manscaped. Anyways, thanks to everyone who buys our podcast on iTunes. And thanks to those who support us on YouTube and Spotify. We're nothing without you guys, literally. Anyways, until next time, follow us on Instagram at Waffling World Podcast and Waffling World Podcast on Twitter as well. Our Facebook, which we recently started. Because we need some extra cash. Because this podcast is barely scraping the barrel. 
Our Facebook is also at world at uh, Waffling World Podcast. Excuse me. Uh, well, on that note, we will see you next time. Love you, Waffling Mafia. Over and out. Bye. Bye.